This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3070 for Friday the 8th of May 2020. Today's show is entitled Making Vim XDG Compatible and is part of the series Vim Hints. It is hosted by CRVS and is about 51 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is Move your Vim configuration out of the home directory. This episode of HPR is brought to you by Archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to Archive.org forward slash donate. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hacker Public Radio. This is CRVS, and I'm going to talk about, uh, well, Vim, and uh, I'm going to talk about uh, basically what I spent uh, a while doing yesterday, which is moving the Vim configuration from the main uh, home folder to uh, .config. Um, This wasn't a particularly trivial task. And uh, so I'm going to walk you through it, uh, so to speak. So here we go. Um, So as uh, anyone that uses Vim might know, uh, the way you configure Vim is by editing this file called vimrc, which lies in your home folder called .vim. It's called uh, .vimrc. And uh, because we don't like having a dot fi- a file starting with a, a bunch of files starting with a dot in your home folder, configuring ev- any and every uh, application you might have, uh, this is a bit of a nuisance. So um, so then we would like to move that file away. And this is actually one of the thi- one of the reasons people quote uh, to switching to NeoVim, which is a more recent imp- re-implementation of uh, classic Vim, or semi-classic. I mean, classic would be, I guess, VI, but uh, yeah, you get the idea. Uh, anyway, um, so since uh, we want we have our VimRC in our home folder, we want to take it away from the home folder and put it in the home dot uh, config, and um, to do that. Uh, the first thing we need to do is to um, so there's like two options here, which is one having the file uh, vimrc uh, stuck in our home folder, and uh, that's fine. And um, the other one is uh, uh, stuck in uh, our .config folder, and then every time we call uh, vim, we call it with the option minus c, I guess. Let me see. Vim. Minus no, it's minus F minus capital C. No, that's compatible. Ah, minus capital F. Hmm. 
or minus u actually. Mm, so this is the reason why we don't want this because uh, we don't actually th that this is not a very helpful flag at all. Um, I guess Klaatu would uh, probably complain about it being a single letter flag. Uh, there is no other one. there is no um, long flag if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, uh, so either call it with minus u and the new location of your vimrc always, and that's just you insert an alias into your bash rc for example, or you do something a little different, which is um, use this variable called viminit, and that's uh, v i m e i n i t, uh, and uh, and that will allow you to specify a command that uh, that Vim should run as soon as it starts. And uh, so that's what I chose to do, is to have uh, VimRC, uh, Vim uh, when it starts, instead of having a VimRC, it, it does source.config slash Vim slash VimRC. And so what that does is that now that the uh, now Vim knows to go and to go into dot uh, config slash Vim slash VimRC as our main configuration file, and then in that file um, we have to handle all the problems of now our plugins are not in the dot Vim folder where they expect where they are expected to be, uh, and this is where uh, uh, short uh, not well uh, short Vim script that was uh, that I found in. Uh, hosted on GitHub and I adapted it and I will put a link to my GitLab where I have this file and I'll also post the file in my uh, in the show notes and uh, I well, let's let's take a look at it actually so vim uh, dot config vim uh, and uh, that's uh, xdg dot vim so xdg is the uh, is sort of the system, this uh, X, uh, configuration system. So if you do xdg open, you open a file with the default uh, opener for that type of file. So if you open a, a video, it will be your default video video player. If you open a, a text file, it will be your default text editor, and um, those kinds of things. So if I'm, well, that's, but before we actually go into that, I need to go into vimr into the actual vimrc uh, because that's the one that calls this file. So that's slash vim slash vimrc, and uh, so this is very simple. The what we do now is very simple. It's first we set no compatible to sort of uh, stop vim from trying to be extremely compatible with vi, uh, and uh, then we turn file type off because at this point file type needs to be turned off for some reason. Otherwise, uh, the um, plugin loader will have a will have problems. Uh, and then it needs to be turned back on. Uh, it doesn't matter though. Uh, that's uh, a problem for another instance where for someone who knows more about plugin management systems in Vim than me to talk about. So yeah, so then I source this uh, xdg.vim, which I got from a gist on GitHub. Uh, it's in the references of this xdg.vim file. Um, and once you source it, and once you source it, this one now establishes the directories in the x within the xdg um, sort of configuration management system. Uh, what? There we go. Uh, so that uh, first of all creates variables for the um, for xdg cache home, xdg config home, and xdg data home, and these are uh, within uh, under uh, tilde dot ca dot tilde slash dot cache.
tilde slash dot config and tilde slash dot local dot share um, and these sort of these will uh, make them these will sort of uh, be used so that you don't uh, so that you put different parts of the vim configuration in different places for example uh, you don't want to you want your vim main vim configuration file to be in your dot config folder but you don't really care that the plugin the actual plugins that are fet uh, fetched from uh, github uh, be in your um, in your dot config folder because you don't want your conf config folder to get out of hand so you you generally will try to keep those in the data uh, in the xdg underscore data underscore home or I'm now getting myself confused for a second here xdg data home yes and uh, that is done by setting this um, runtime path which uh, the important thing is that xdg underscore data underscore home slash vim slash bundle slash bundle dot vim the v I use bundle as my um, as my uh, plugin manager and so as long as your plugin manager is in the runtime path it will be able to run it in your uh, vim config and uh, where is uh, yes and Yes, and once that is, uh, and once uh, bundle is loaded from that point in the runtime path, it's not a problem anymore because all the other plugins will be installed to where bundle is. Yeah, that's that's what I was missing in my head. Uh, it's another nice thing is that it puts uh, the undo directory, the backup directory, in the directory where all the swaps and other types of files that Vim uses to keep track of what you have been doing, so that when you restart Vim, you can just press Control O and go to the last time, uh, last file you edited. It keeps them in the .cached folder because this is sort of volatile, um, volatile data that you should be able to just get rid of and not really have a problem with Vim still working. Um, I mean, ideally, you could have uh, some daemon going through the cache folder every now and again and seeing when a file is older than, let's say. 20 days just get rid of it because well you don't want to keep your um, your web cache for that long if it hasn't been accessed in 20 days it's probably something you looked at and you haven't used since maybe I should write a script to do that anyway um, yeah other than that there's like really nothing to it uh, now your once you put uh, vim init to first load your vimrc and vrc to load uh, xdg that I will put in the show notes, then you can just uh, do what you would normally do, which is call bundle, uh, call uh, the bundle to load your plugins, and stop, uh, and then finish when you're done loading the plugins, do your all your other configurations, and there and there you have them running from your .config folder instead of from your home folder, and you didn't have to start using new them. Uh, I don't actually know why I don't switch. Why I wouldn't just switch to new Vim? Well, I do because Vim uh, is old, and uh, old programs that work tend to be better than new programs that seem to work. Or at least that's my opinion for now. At least, 
Well, uh, thank you for listening and uh, have a nice one. This is CRVS for Hacker Public Radio and join tomorrow again for another exciting episode for Earth, uh, of Hacker Public Radio. I should really speak slower. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.